Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where we invest in dividend stocks for weekly and monthly cash flow. It is Monday, uh, December 6th. We've got exactly four weeks left to go to the end of the year and two weeks till option expiration for monthly option expiration. Oh, it's Monday, so see what kind of trades we can make, see what kind of money we can do, and uh, let's get busy. All right, so we carried over five positions from last week, and um, we basically have zero uh, dollars to play with. So we can only do trades with what we have and go over what open trades for any of you out there that might be interested in doing some trades. So let's jump in. First one on the list is CINF. Cincinnati Financial. They are a dividend king. Been increasing the dividends for over 50 years. Uh, we started out at 79.91. Quickly found its bottom right in the middle of December last year at 78.45. From there, she shoots up to a trading range between 114 and 120, hitting a high at uh, what was that 127.25, and that was at the beginning of November. That was a uh, that was about a month ago. Well, from there, she had your normal profit taking, and it looks like, in my humble opinion, she found a bottom right here at 112.91. And from there, she's just starting to move up. She's having a little bit of a down day today. But uh, let's see where this thing might be going in the next uh, week or so. Because that's basically all we're interested in. We just want to know, hey, where's it going to go for the next couple of days? Because... Four days from today, the options are going to expire. I want to see how much money I can make. Just grab the dividend, get in, get out. We're going to go flat for Cincinnati Financial. Now, it is a monthly optionable stock, so nothing really we can do because we already sold the option for someone to buy it from us at 120 Now, remember, I got it at 123 I collected dividends twice, and I collected premiums uh, three times. So... I think three or four times. Anyway, so I'm doing much better than most people holding CINF, and they're just collecting the dividend. I'm collecting the dividend and premiums. All right, that's what CINF. ET is next on the list. Now, I'm just going to end up holding um, CINF probably till the end of the year. Then I'll have to do the adjustments to find out what my profit and loss is for the year um, because in January 1st, we start at zero again. Uh, we reset everything. That way, people have a better idea of what they can do by watching real numbers and numbers that are easy to work with. $100,000 count is an easy number to work with. <coughs> Makes it easy for everyone. Okay, so CINF does have the dividend coming up. Merck has a dividend coming up. Coca-Cola already paid their dividend last week, and that dividend brought us over the 1% for the, for the month, I mean, for the week with Coca-Cola. Now, hopefully... She's at 54 now. We bought it at 56. But all right, I'm getting ahead of myself. Right now, we're working on ET, energy transfer. So energy transfer started out the year last year, 52 weeks ago today at 675. Finding its bottom uh, right at the end of the year at 605. From there, she shoots up to hit a high of the year at 1150. That was in the middle of May, um, June. 
Then after that, had their normal profit taking, went sideways for a little bit. Uh, she's sitting at 810 at this moment in time. Now, ET again is one of those uh, monthly optional stocks, so we're not going to be able to do a whole heck of a lot with them because we already um, sold our the 10 call. Now, the 10 call is a little bit far off because, uh, all right, 811. Now, we sold it for, um, I think, four cents a share. Doesn't sound like a lot, but 5,000 of them, that's 200 bucks. Now, 200 bucks, you break that down weekly. Now, we only got 20,000 into this. So that is a one, um, yeah, 200 bucks. That's 1% for the month. Now, I don't think I'm going to do ET again because that return is not very profitable. Now, I did collect the dividends. Right? So I did collect the dividend from ET, which what most people do anyway with dividend stocks. But I collected the dividend and I collected two premiums. I collected the premium for this month and I collected the premium for last month. So, all that being said, everything being equal, we're on to the next stock, which is H. C S G. What is that? That is um Health Services Group Incorporated. Okay, so Health Services Group Incorporated started out the year last year at twenty three eighty six. Okay, uh by end of January she's at the high of the year at thirty five eighty, looks like. She drops down to a trading range of thirty, goes there for about a, oh almost half a year. Then in July, she gabs down to 26 area, and she stays there all the way up until the middle of October. Then it's down for the rest of the year, settling at uh, 1680 at the moment, bouncing off the low of the year of 16, what is that, uh, 1651. All right, so at 1679 now, HCSG is a monthly optionable stock, so we can't do anything with it. Because uh, we sold the uh, December seventeenth, which is the monthly, the twenty. Now we bought this at at nineteen forty eight, okay, and it's at sixteen seventy seven. Now I already collected the premium, which was you know thirty cents a share, which is six hundred bucks. Thank you. Um, but we did that <laughs> at the end of November. So for December we have to hold it for five weeks. So that 600 bucks divided up by five weeks is only, uh, what is it, $30 a week? Um, five weeks. I don't know what it is, 150 maybe? Yeah, 150 bucks. All right, so 130 bucks. Anyway, we collected that money already, so these three first positions are money. We're just sitting, waiting for them to uh, cash out on the uh, third Friday of the month, which is December 17th. 11 days away, so. <clears throat> Moving on. Coca-Cola. All right, we can do something with Coca-Cola this morning. Now, Coca-Cola is a dividend king, been in business for over 100 years. This stock should be a no-brainer for anybody investing, okay? Everybody should have Coca-Cola. I mean, it, it is the number one soft drink in the world. Not just the United States, but in the world. The dividend king, increasing its dividends for more than 50 years, and... It's been in business for over 100 years. And I'm pretty sure we know exactly what Coca-Cola is going to be doing next year. Making Coca-Cola. <laughs> I mean, that's all that they do. All right, so anyway, here we go. A year ago today, they were at 53.25. Um, by 
end of January, dropped to the low of the year at 48.11. Now from there, she shoots on up to hit a triple high at, what, what is that, 57, 52, somewhere in that area. And it hit it three times, or maybe even four times. Um, hit once in end of uh, the middle of July, again at the end of July, and then uh, the middle of August. Hitting that 57.50 and just sitting there. All right, so recently we got the low, 90-day low of 52.22. Now, they got the dividend coming up. So from that bottom right there, she jumped up. She's sitting at 54.40 at the moment. Now, we have it at 56.49, and we've got 2,000 shares. So, of course, you know, um, we are going to be selling the uh, the option for someone to buy it from us at basically what we paid for it. All right, so she's sitting at fifty four forty five, and I forget where our, where's our position. Ours was fifty six fifty. So the fifty six fifty is going for thirteen cents. Now, I think I am going to do the fifty. 56.50 because Coca-Cola hey it's Coca-Cola you know they're going to be doing whatever it is they do and uh, let's see what 13 cents is going to get us oh wait 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 I don't want that because that's for next week I don't want to do that I want this week alright let's get out of there let's, I gotta move some of these things around to keep me what I'm looking at. All right, the 5650 is only going for two cents. Oh, come on. <sighs> All right, so now we got to do 20 contracts because we have 2,000 shares of Coca Cola at two cents. Isn't that like four, 40 bucks? For 40 bucks, I think I'll just wait a day or two, you know? She's at uh, 54.51. The 56.50s. Oh, man. I really wanted to come in with a little bit more than that. All right, let's give it a minute or two to see what Coca-Cola is going to do. Because she is in an uptrend now. I can always wait and do it again tomorrow. Because... One, I, I'm not 100% sure exactly the valuation of what one day is. Today's Monday, and the options have what's called intrinsic value and time value. Okay, the Intrinsic value is when it's already in the money, which this is not at the moment. Um, the time value is five days. So even though... Where are we? Let's slide down a little bit so we can take a look. All right, so the 5650s at this moment in time, they're going to expire in four days. So exactly what is the time value? Because it's only two cents right now. So they're only offering two cents. So if I wait till tomorrow, is it still going to be two cents or is it going to be a little bit higher? That I don't know. Nobody actually knows until tomorrow. Well... Actually, later on today, the market maker will probably have an idea of what he wants to open it up tomorrow. But I'm not really counting on that. Now, if we wanted to do a covered call, that looks very favorable. 
you know, is you could buy it at fifty-four fifty and sell the uh, fifty-four fifty strike price for fifty cents. It means you're buying it and you're selling, and you're selling it for the exact same price. So you're buying it for fifty-four fifty and then you're selling it for fifty-four fifty, but you're collecting a premium of fifty cents per share, which is equal to one percent. There you go, a one percent trade right there with a dividend king, no less. Now you could always go, you know, buy it fifty-one fifty and sell the fifty-six. But then again, one fifty-one. Yeah, then sell the fifty-five for twenty-eight cents a share, and then you get the difference between the twenty, uh, the fifty-five, and the fifty-four fifty, which is seventy-eight cents. So you see how that works. So if the stock continues to go up, and you buy it at the market now. Fifty-four fifty, and then you sell someone the option to buy it from you at fifty-five at twenty-seven cents a share. You get to collect the twenty-seven cents a share right away. You get that money right away into your account. Now, come Friday, if it is at fifty-five, you get that additional difference of fifty cents between what you paid for it and what the strike price is. So you get the fifty cents on top of the twenty-eight. That makes it seventy-eight cents a share, which is better than buying it right now at the market. Fifty-four fifty, and then selling the fifty-four fifty call for fifty cents. You see how that works? So you're tying your money up for a few more days, but then again, you're getting a little bit more money. So um, yeah, even if you did sell the at the money, which is the fifty-four fifty for forty-eight cents a share, you get that money right away, and you'd still tie up your stock until Friday. If you do one strike. Out of the money, which would be the fifty-five, you're still collecting the premium right away of twenty-six cents a share. Then you're still waiting until Friday anyway. But if there's an increase in price, which is probably going to be because it is, it's at fifty-four fifty-nine right now. Now, when we started this, wait a minute, that's not right. It's at, all right, it's, it's still at fifty-four fifty. I was looking at the wrong number. <laughs> Sorry about that. <clears throat> so anyway, my personal opinion. Now this is just my personal opinion. I'm not telling you to do this. It's my personal opinion. Coca-Cola has a dividend. Wait a minute. Did they already pay the dividend? I think they did. And it'd be a dividend king. So let's switch over to dividend kings. I'm pretty sure they did pay their dividends already. They did. The EX date was last Tuesday. That's right. I did. I collected. This is what happens when you get old. You have a tendency to forget things. I collected the dividend last week on Coca-Cola. That brought me up over the one percent for the week. Um, now, for those investing in Coca-Cola for this week, they don't have the dividend coming in, but they are bouncing off the dividend from last week. Okay, so they paid off the dividend. Paid the EX date was. The thirtieth, so more than likely, you know what? One way to find out. Here we go. Coca-Cola. The announcement date was the twenty-first of no October. The EX date was the was the eleven thirty twenty-one, which is the thirtieth of November. Okay. The date of record would have been Wednesday, so you could have bought it Tuesday. And still qualified to uh, be the 
registered owner on Monday. I mean, on Wednesday. Sorry. All right, the third. You buy it on the thirtieth. You sell it, and then you uh, you're the registered owner on the first, which is the very next day. Okay, so the dividend got paid out already for Coca-Cola, so they're not going to pay out again for another ninety days. So we'll end up buying Coca-Cola again in ninety days or less. Um, so we collected the premium, we collected the dividend. Uh, now we're going to do it again. So I'm going to wait one more day because it's not worth it for me to sell it today. Because she's at fifty-four, fifty-six. Um, I'm going to wait for it to go a little bit higher because she's still only offering a two cent dividend and I mean a two cent premium, and that's not really worth it. I can wait one more day to see what actually happens today, and then probably pay it tomorrow. I mean, sell it tomorrow. All right. So back to uh, where we are. Mark M R K. All right. M R K. Now we only have three hundred shares of Mark. Shot out there last year at um, eighty-two forty-four. Now I'm not going to count the low of the year because this is definitely an anomaly. Okay. Okay. The reason why I say it's an anomaly. Let me quickly go over my opinion. What anom an, an anomaly <laughs> is. Okay. It is an out of the ordinary scenario. Okay, for, for whatever reason whatsoever, let me quickly give you the you know rundown here. On uh, June tenth, twenty twenty one, the stock was trading between it uh, opened at seventy five twenty three, it hit a high of seventy six forty seven. Very next day, okay, June eleventh, the stock. Opened up at seventy six, seventy one. Okay, high was seventy six eighty six, and the low of the day was, you ready for this? Fifteen thirty two. Now, my assumption, this is just an assumption here, is that yeah, somebody probably sold it at fifteen thirty two for some strange ass reason, but. I'm pretty sure nobody bought it at 1532. Because if it was 76 one day, and this is Merck we're talking about. This is not, you know, Joe's Pizza or, or, or Sam's Shoes. No, this is Merck. They are a huge, huge pharmaceutical company. Why would anyone sell it at 1532? And if you had the chance to buy it, Oh hell yeah! You could buy as much as you possibly could financially afford at fifteen thirty-two for Mark, because the very next day, she opens back up at seventy-five seventy-four. It's a nice return for one day, but I seriously, seriously doubt anybody bought it at that price. Somebody probably sold it at that price to give it that anomaly, because that doesn't happen normally. All right, so let's go back to where I was. All right, so Mark started out the year last year at eighty-two forty-four. Hit a high, wait a minute, hit the low of the year first at uh, seventy fifty five. I'm not counting that fifteen dollar trade because that's that's unrealistic. You know, let, let, let let's call a spade a spade. You know, hey, if it's a spade, it's a freaking spade. All right, I'm not calling that the low of the year because you couldn't have bought it at that price. That's just my assumption. Somebody sold it at that price. That's why it makes a little blip on the screen. 
but nobody's going to buy it at that point. Right. I mean, the low of the year at 70.55, and about a month later, hit a high of the year at 91.40. Now, she had a profit taken. She gapped down, went sideways for a little bit, gapped down again, and then gapped down again. Now she's sitting at 73.18. I don't know why, but she's had four down days in a row. Um, and that's not a good thing for me. I got this thing at 75, 78. So let's see what she's supposed to be. Usually, not say supposed to be. What does she normally do? Now, when I say normally, I'm looking at you know 10 years worth of historical performance. You know, uh, yeah, she's doing just what she normally does. She drops right down until what is this? The ninth, which is Thursday, I believe. Thursday. All right, so after that, then she's going to shoot up again. I, I really dislike it when stocks make this choppy movement because it doesn't really give me anything to go by. Now, can I really sell this thing for any money? Let's give it a try, see what happens. Let's see what Mark has to say in the trade grid. M-R-K. Wait a second while that opens up. I gotta close this out so I can get back to what I'm what I'm looking at. Oops, went a little too far. A little more. Alright, there we go. I'm just adjusting my screen so I'm seeing the information I want to see and not the information I don't want to see. Alright, so here's Mark right now. The bid is 7305 and the ask is 7307. Alright, so we're looking at so if you're gonna buy an at the money call. Like right now, buy it at 73. You could sell uh, a call at uh, 118. That's more than 1%. Hmm, that's Merc for you. Um, that's at the money, though. Um, what we're looking at let's get rid of that. My position for Merc is 75. 75. So if I sell the 75, I can get 43 cents a share. But if I sell the 76, I can get 25. So that's always a tough question. Why? And this is probably where you'd probably want to go and look at some news. Why did she drop? Because uh, she gapped down about a month ago. Right, I'll tell you exactly when. All right, she closed on the 4th of November. Um, I'm going to move it over a tiny bit more so I can see the close. All right. All right, so the 4th of November, she opened at um, 9037, hit a low of 89. And the very next day, she opens up at 82. Okay, so she goes from, from 89 to 82 in one day and that was the beginning of November from there she goes sideways for a little bit until we get to 1124 okay so 1124 she's sitting at 8229 now 1125 she's sitting at 79 now 1129 which would be the following Monday that's after uh, Thanksgiving day week She's sitting at 75, and it continues to go down 
to where she's sitting now at 73.15. Now she hit what looks like a double low here at 72.74. Could she be bouncing off that? I don't know. Maybe later on there, during the day she'll have some kind of a um, an up scenario going on. But we won't know until we know. Alright, so I got Merck at 75.78. Hopefully she is um, bouncing off this 72.74 bottom last 90 days and let's see what we can get for uh, let's do the 76's only because it's so close that 73.22 is pretty darn close to 76 or uh, 75.50 because they don't have 50 cent increments it goes uh, 70, 71, 72, 73, 74 and once it gets to 77 for some strange reason it gives a 77 and a half then it jumps to 78 then to 79 is kind of strange, but let's just sell the 26s. Um, I got 300 positions, 300. So, how much is 300? All right, all right. So, I just want to do three. So, I'm going to sell three of these. Uh, I'm going to sell three Mark 100s, which is the weeklies. Uh, 10 December 21, which is this Friday. The 76 call for 27 cents a share. Now, the reason why I'm doing that is because I don't want to lose money on the deal. And she got filled at 33 cents a share. Okay, so that's... Could that be? Really? I'm going to quickly check. 33 cents a share... Um, oh, it's only a hundred bucks. <laughs> I thought it was nine hundred, but no, it's only a hundred bucks. That's right. I'm used to getting thousand or two thousand shares, which would have been ten to twenty contracts. Okay. Needless to say, a hundred bucks. All right. So you got a hundred bucks there. Um, and we're waiting on Coca-Cola to see what we're gonna get there. Okay, see, Coca-Cola's up to 54.68. Now, let's go Coca-Cola again and see if they change the price. And they did. Okay, so right now, the 56.50 is going for 3 cents a share. That's a 50% increase between, and I looked at it half hour ago, Till now, so that's why I'm waiting a little bit more. Even though it's just another day between selling between now and, or selling it tomorrow, had I sold it this morning, half, well, 15 minutes ago, I would have gotten two cents a share. Now I can get three cents a share, which is 50% more than it would have a little while ago. So, oh, look at that! Now it's at 54.76. Now we're at five cents a share. Okay, so. That's the beauty of waiting, and um, you know it's also a detriment too because it could also go the opposite direction. Now, five cents a share, I could get the. Uh, how much would five cents be? Two thousand. That's two. That's only two hundred bucks, though, isn't it? I right, hit the trade grid. I don't want to hit the trade grid. All right. And we have um, 
2,000 shares. So we want to do 20 contracts. And we want to do 5 cents a share. And that's only going to give me 100 bucks. Wow, so I'm only at 200 for the week. No dividends coming up this week. No premiums, no more premiums this week. And I'm basically just about out of freaking money. All right, so I just sent that off at five cents a share. So I sold two 20 contracts of Coca Cola, the 56.50, and it just got filled at eight cents a share. So eight times 20 is 160 bucks. So I'm 25% of the way to my goal for the week. Gosh, that sucks. And I'm out of money. <laughs> wow. All right, so what am I going to do now? Everything I have is at a loss, which is never a good sign. Wow. Now, I was at 42000 a couple of weeks ago. And now I'm at um, thirty. Six. Something ain't stirring the Kool-Aid there. What the what the hell happened? Alright. Needless to say, let's go to Market Watch. See what the dividend kings are offering us this year. Alright, so this week. So we're at the sixth. So we're looking the week of Christmas. The twenty twentieth, twenty-first, twenty-second. There's only one. Only one dividend king. And it's paying, uh, it has its EX date the day before Christmas. And that's, I believe, M-O. Is that Monsanto? M-O is Altria Group. They're paying an 86-cent dividend. Okay, so let's look at this. Dividend King, M-O. I can't tell you, um, I could tell you if I knew, but I don't know. How long Altria has been increasing its dividend payments to its shareholders? Okay, just to be a dividend king, it has to be a minimum of 50 years. Okay, so that being said, let's see where we are, see where we're going. She started off the year last year at 41.29. By end of the year, she got her low of the year at 39.92. Not much difference, but you know, it is what it is. Okay, so from there she shoots up. She doesn't just gradually increase. She shoots up from the first of the year, first of January, at um, let's call it 40 to hit a high of the year at 52. So that's a $12 move, which is a little bit over 20, uh, about 28%. That's you know, number right off the top of my head. 28% in um, three months. Okay, well, not bad. But from there, if you get your profit taken, then she settles to a trading range of 46 and stays there for almost a whole year, right down to the uh, beginning of November. From there, she continues to go down, hit a new 90-day low at... 4253 bouncing off of that she's sitting at 4462 <coughs> wow all right so let's take a look at the seasonality find out where all tree is going to be going or i shouldn't say where it's going to go where it normally goes this time of year and that just looking at this looks very favorable oh nice <laughs> nicely done all tree all right all right, so that looks good, uh, the seasonality. The one-year chart looked good. 90-day chart looked okay. <coughs> Sitting at 44.61. Let's see what the big chart looks like. 
mo oh yeah well unfortunately the the, the 50-day moving average is a little bit on the downside but there's a sharp incline on the buyers and a sharp decline for the sellers that means they're trading places fast so there's a good probability this thing's going to continue going up and that uh, change is going to happen so let's take a look quickly at the trade grid for monsanto all right so if we bought it at the money now at 44.57 we could sell the 45s at 35 cents a share because that's going to give you a sell price at uh, you know 45 and they have the difference between the 44.56 which you paid for it and the 45 what you sold it for collecting the premium of 33 cents a share plus the difference between the purchase price of the bid of uh, the ask right now at 44.56 it just went up again um and the 45 call, which is another 44 cents. So you add the 44 cents to the 33. That's 77 cents a share. That's more than 1% for the week. But if you want to just collect a dividend, hey, that's always great too. But she's not paying the dividend until two weeks. Just before Christmas. Could be an early Christmas present. What do you think? But that would allow you to do the premiums for this week and the premiums for next week. Set yourself up this way. This is just a theory, a thought, an idea, okay? The price right now is 44.58. So it actually went up a little bit since we started talking. Um, right now at 44.58, and you sold the 45 call, which is one strike price out of the money. Okay? It's the next price up. Now, you would collect 33 cents a share for buying that stock. If you get called out, means the stock goes above 45 cents, you're collecting the 33 cents right up front for the premium. Now, the difference between the purchase price of the 44.50, it just went up to 59, so it's 44.59. So you're gonna get the, the difference in price between the 44.59 and the 45, which is another 41 cents. So you had the 41 cents for the price difference on the sell price if it goes above 45, and the premium you just collected 34 cents, and you're up to a, a nice little profit for the week. However, let's say hypothetically it doesn't go above 45 and it stays at 44, let's say 95. It's still higher than what you paid for it. And you get to carry it again to next week. So you collected that 33 or 34 cents a share right off the bat. And it allows you to do the exact same thing next week. Until, um, and you can keep doing it right up. Because we had, I think we got two weeks to go before Christmas. Or is it three weeks to go? All right, so we got three weeks to go for Christmas. That's when the EX date is. So you can collect a premium this week. You can collect a premium next week. You can collect a premium the week of Christmas and collect a dividend all for just buying the stock today but hey it's just a thought okay, no that's well over the one percent so that definitely would have been a stock that i would have picked had i had any money left which i don't and it does happen okay this is the first time it happened this year wait a minute no that i'm carrying three positions and three monthly positions i very rarely do a monthly position but um you know it is what it is. 
so I got three monthly positions and two weekly positions. So I'm, I just might not be able to hit my 1% this week. Oh, well. Needless to say, I'm going to help whoever's listening to, to watch and see what else is going on. All right, so MO is Altria. It's a dividend king. She's up to uh, 41, 44.61 since we first started talking. So when we first looked at it, it was at 41.45, I think it was a 44, 44, 40, I don't know. Anyway, I think it was 44.48. That's what it was when we first started looking. She's at 44.63 at the moment, which, not to say it's going to continue going up, it's just saying that's what's happening at the moment. All right, so that's the Dividend Kings. Let's take a look at Warren Buffett's list. Well, um, and he has absolutely nothing paying this week. Oh, well. Um, so, so much of that. Let's look at a different list. So we looked at the Dividend Kings. We looked at Warren Buffett's list. Um, the Dividend Champions. Now, you know what? I plan on doing this for the beginning of the year is to go through all my lists and separate the weekly payers from the monthly payers because I'm here for weekly cash flow. Don't get me wrong, monthly is not bad when you get, you know, a decent premium, but when the premium's only 2 to 3, 4% and you're tying up your money for a week, for a month, some people that's okay with, you know, but but for me, I want to do the weekly and I'm looking for the 1% week. Doesn't look like I'm going to hit it this week, but you know, hey, can't get them all. A little parched there for a second. All right. One of the issues with live unedited shows is no, I don't edit it because I value my time and I'd rather be doing other things than editing videos and audios. Besides, life is not neat. Life is messy. Life is awkward. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. So we got a bunch of positions to look at. ES is first on the list. Now, before I put it into the one-year grid and all that crap, I'm going to put it into the trade grid just to see if it has weeklies or monthlies. That is a monthly, so save me the time from looking. Uh, MDT is next. M D T. Don't even know who they are. And that is a weekly. So let's take a look at MDT. <clears throat> MDT. Now you might think I've been yanking these stocks right off right out of mid-ear. No, I don't. Only stocks I ever look at are those that have increased their dividend payments for a minimum of 20 to 25 years. 20 years of growth, 20 years of increasing dividends. That's what I'm looking for. So there's a lot of companies that aren't even on my list. Tesla's not on my list. Microsoft's not on my list. Uh, Yahoo, YouTube, all the Google's not even on my list. All those companies that don't have 20 years or more of increased dividend payments are not on my list. And for some of you who like Apple and um, Tesla and Google and those, take this strategy and, and work it with well whatever stocks you want. But my main concern is. Safety, reliability, and consistency. Okay, I'm looking for just a measly old one percent per week. Gives me an easy number to work with, to know 
um, I can consistently do this on a weekly basis. And that why I, that's why I use only companies that have 20 years or more of historical performance. Because my money, my rules. Hey, that's the golden rule. My boss loves that one. Well, not really my boss. as a guy I work with. Uh, he loves it when I say the golden rule. The man with the gold gets to make the rules. Unfortunately, it's true. It shouldn't be true, but it kind of is. The man with the gold gets to make the rules. All right. <clears throat> it's going to continue that way until somebody does something about it. All right, so where are we? MDT started out the air. Medtronics. And I believe we got this um, another time this year. We started out the year last year. Uh, no, yeah. We started out this year at uh, 112.16. So a year ago was at 112.16. Uh, and that was uh, a year ago. Okay, so from there, she has a nice escalation to the high of the year at 136. And that was on uh, September 9th. Now, from there, as gracious as the incline was, <laughs> the decline is a hell of a lot worse. So we're in September 9th. Okay? And at the high of the year at 135. This is why people say, you know, you can make more money with puts than you can with calls. Because it took six months for it to go from where it started out at 112 to get to 135. Good, get me wrong, that's a nice incline. However, it took six months or nine months to get that far. It took three months to go from 135 down to the, what is it, the, low, the bottom of the year? 105 so <laughs> as great as the incline was the decline was accelerated so it made more, made more money you know shorting it or buying puts but um, that's not what we're doing we're doing we like to do positive stuff we like to buy and, and you know have it going up all right so we're sitting at 110.65 after hitting a bottom at 104.89 bouncing off that that could could be the bottom because we have three days of higher highs higher lows which is a nice indication of a trend removal well, let's look at the seasonality and where the money flow is so that we have a better idea of where the stock might actually be going rather than just a guess okay so Medtronic has like a sideways choppy move not a smooth sideways move a little bit up a little bit down so it's uh Sideways is not bad. It's not a bad thing, depending on the strategy you use. Now, let's look at the big chart for MDT. Okay, so after uh, all that decline over the last several months, over the last three months, the stock has changed route, so it's now in an uptrend. Okay, and the buyers are increasing and the sellers are retreating. Well, that's another sign that the stock is moving up, in my humble opinion. Because, like I say, nobody really knows. All right, so the trade grid looks like 110.76 over 110.80. It's like a four cent spread on a hundred dollar stock. All right, so if we were going to do at the money, there is no at the money today because it's at 110.84. All right, so 110.80. Just dropped a little bit. All right, so the 110.80, you could buy that and you could sell the 111. Then you'd be in that same situation as we were in the stock we just talked about. You get to collect the premium right away, which is a dollar twelve, um, and then you'd 
if it went above 111 on the end of Friday, you would already collected your dollar twelve premium. That's the difference between a premium and a dividend. Okay, a dividend you get for owning the stock, a premium you get for buying and selling the stock. So you can collect a premium and a dividend. <laughs> okay, so the one eleven is going for one fifteen at the moment. Now that's because the stock just jumped up to one ten ninety one. Now if you did it at the current price um, and then you sold one strike out of the money, you would collect 116 premium. And then if it stays above 111 by Friday, you get the difference between the purchase price and the strike price, which is another um, 16 cents. Granted, that's not a huge amount, but you add that to the premium you collected, and then you look at 130, which is well above 1% for the week. That's out of the money. Now, if it doesn't get filled or doesn't go above 111, you do the exact same thing next week and then the week after. So there's actually three Fridays between now and option expiration. Uh, sorry, and um, EX date. So option expiration is this Friday, and then they have another Friday after that, and then the dividend gets paid. So you can collect three premiums and a dividend before you sell the stock, depending on what strike price you use and the stock movement. So it's it's there's a lot of working parts. But my main outcome, the 1% per week, outweighs all that minor trivial stuff. Because if I'm happy with just the 1% per per week, granted that's close to uh, you know 50 to 60% per, for the year, which is always nice, depending on what you start out with. With a $100,000 account, you could conceivably make $50,000 a year just trading and collecting 1% per week. I mean, come on. That's nice. In my humble opinion, I could be wrong, but hey, is what it is. All right, so from there, that is MDT. That one's on my list, all right? So that one I personally would do if I had funny things, if I had the money, but I don't because all my money's tied up. And you have to understand that that's going to happen sometimes. Sometimes you're going to have all these positions and no cash, but you can still sell the premiums and collect the premiums because owning the stock is, is great because you collect the dividend from the stock that you own. But if you want to give someone the opportunity to buy it from you from exactly what you paid for it or a little bit more, you can collect premiums. So you can collect dividends and premiums and still come out ahead at the end of the year because absolute, absolute, absolute worst case scenario is you just hold on to MDT. I mean, granted, they're not a dividend king, but they have increased their dividend payments for more than 25 years. So that's got to be good for something. All right, before we get too much involved into all of those, let's quickly go through what else is on the list. TTC is paying 26 cents. So let's see what that... Oh, before I even do that, I'm putting the trade grid to make sure TTC has weeklies. And they do not, so I'm going to bypass TTC. And that's a Toro. Oh, Toro's been around for decades. All right, so next is we're looking at PM. What's it? PM? Who the heck is PM? We're about to find out in Philip Morris. It is Philip Morris. And we did Philip Morris last quarter. All right, so let's do Philip Morris again because they pay a nice premium. They do. All right, they are a monthly, I mean, a weekly. 
Um, you may not agree with the tobacco industry, and you may not want to um, support them or whatever your you know personal feelings are towards it. But uh, when it comes to money, money is money, you know, and and you're always going to have people that's going to smoke because no matter how bad it is for them, and you can prove. You can give them the proof right in front of them and say, yeah, okay, well, whatever. And they just go back to smoking. It's their personal choice. Whether you want to profit off that, that's totally up to you. Let's go through the numbers because I'm a strictly numbers person. All right. Um, a year ago today, 18... Sorry. A year ago today, 8118. Okay. Quickly found its bottom uh, by the end of January at 7822. From the 7822, she escalates, nice escalation, and basically the exact same thing we just saw a little while ago. Um, she escalates from the end of January to a high of 106.63 in uh, September. That's eight months. So eight months to go from the low of the year to the high of the year. Now, to go from 106 down to 85, it only took two and a half months. So the escalation to the high, and it takes you know nine months, or six or, or eight months in this scenario, and then the decline from from there to the new low, it takes you know two and a half months. So you definitely can make more money on the downside than you can on the upside. But I don't like to look at it that way. I like to be on the positive side. So we're bouncing off an eighty-five sixty-four. <laughs> And she's sitting at 90.98. Look at that. Higher highs and higher lows. One, two, three, four of them in a row. And we actually gapped up today. So let's take a look at the seasonality, figure out where it normally goes this time of year. Because just because she has the just because she has the EX date coming up in two weeks. And the dividend's gonna be paying out. Um, this would be good for Maybe two weeks. Get in, get out. Because two weeks from today, this baby's going to drop. So, I would definitely not hold it until um, EX date. I would like to get in, get out, collect the premiums and the difference between the purchase price and the sale price. Because right now she's at a um, bid of 91.02. The ask is 91.07. So, if we bought it at 91.07 right now and sold the uh, 91s, you'd be collecting more than 1% right there. If it stays above 91, you lose 7 cents at the end of the week. Okay, fine. So, but you're collecting 119. Okay, so your actual sale price would be 92.19. See how that works? Or you could buy the 91 and then sell the 92 calls for 81 cents a share. And then you get the difference between the. Um, no, now it's ninety ninety five. The difference between the uh, the ask price, which is the purchase price, and the strike price, which is the price that you're giving someone the option to buy it from you, which would be the ninety two. So that's over a buck. So you add over a buck for the sale price if it goes above ninety two, and you add it with the premium you collect. It's almost two bucks. All right. So that's well. That's two percent for the week. See. So it, it it can be very profitable. And Philip Morris, as much as I don't like cigarettes, I mean, I really hate cigarettes. And most people, I would say probably 90% of smokers I've ever met, I've always seen them throw the cigarette butts outside, on the ground, 
very rarely they make the ashtray. Almost every single person I know that smokes, I've seen them at least once toss that cigarette butt. And I hate it with a passion. But their choice, their decision, I got nothing to do with that. Philip Morris definitely. I did buy them last quarter. Just to let you know, I did buy Philip Morris last quarter. Made my profit last quarter with Philip Morris. If I had the money, I'd do it again today. So let's get back to Market Watch and see what else we have. So far, that's, that's two I would have done. MDT and um, Philip Morris. Looks like EXL. What is EXL? I don't know, but XEL is what we're looking at. XEL. Monthly. Don't want that. Um, ELS is paying 34 cents a share. ELS. And that's another monthly. Now, for those of you who want to do monthlies and, and you know don't want to spend your you know your weeks every week doing this, do something else. You know, do the monthlies and then monitor your account once a month rather than once a week. All right, so we have four more to look at. BCPC is paying out fifty cents. Give me one second. BC, PC. Another monthly. What is that? Balchem. IFF. If. <laughs> if. IFF. Another monthly. Uh oh, we got two more to look at. Nope, one more to look at because we already looked at Monsanto. Uh, PUR. Isn't that Portland Cement? PUR. P-O-R. Portland General Electric, another monthly. So apparently, that is it for the day uh, today. Tomorrow, we're going to look at a little bit more uh, and go from there. Um, I'm just kind of curious where Coca-Cola went to. Because <laughs> you never know. Because we were looking at it and it, said, cause it kept changing and then we... we, we um, doubled our our return just by waiting a few minutes and that doesn't always happen you know it doesn't always happen that way now she's at 5501 see a good thing that I didn't sell um, the 55s because I was contemplating because I had a higher return and now the 5650 I want to quickly take a look what it is because I could kick myself in the butt but I'm not going to and look at that Almost doubled again. It's at seven. I sold it at five, and she's at seven now. But it is what it is. Done and over with. Let's move on. Um, it is Monday. Uh, there was a couple of good plays. I hope some of you guys like those plays. And tomorrow we're going to look at a little bit more. But you guys have a great day, and I will catch you guys tomorrow. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. 
I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Thank <laughs> you.